I don't know, it was about a 25 minute talk. And I, <laughs> the two things that threw me off the most were people's serious, serious faces. So I only looked at basically this one student who constantly smiles. And then <laughs> I refused to get a, take a drink. I don't even know why. And so my mouth was so dry by the end of it. <laughs> that it was I a, feel like I, go ahead. <laughs> so much to waste. I just was, at the end of it, I was, I was in, I was, it was an important topic I was talking about, but uh, uh-huh. my mouth was so dry that I was just trying to get it done. <laughs> so by the end of the talk, I just said, all right, I'm tired of hearing myself talk. I'm You're done. just powering through. I feel like I always bring up water, but I never take sips. I'm always yeah, like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. And I never just take a moment because that 10 seconds, less than that, when you like, it takes for you to take a sip, seems so long. Well, and then I feel like I'm going to be awkward drinking the water. Yeah. Like but, where do you look? You know, do you make eye yeah, contact with Who do you make eye contact with? Yeah. That's an interesting <laughs> game to play. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know. have that thought when like the bottle is at full tilt is like, oh, everyone's watching me right now. Yeah. Do I go? <laughs> Do our goal yeah. Do our goal. Well, you know, you probably and should. If you're too, and if you're too aggressive with the drink, though, well, if you start kinda, people will be kind of confused about why you're so thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, welcome to this the, guy the, drinks a lot of water. Sorry, go ahead. You know, very hydrated here at the yeah. Sunday lead, but yeah, welcome uh-huh. into the third episode. It's Woo! crazy. We're we're on episode number three already. Wow, um, it's flying by, Aiden. Let me tell you what. We're we're moving and shaking in this planet. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we're, we're, we're just to preface all this. So this episode mm. airs on selection Sunday, one of my favorite Sundays of the whole year. I love the NCAA tournament. Would you, would basketball. you put it, would you put it ahead of master Sunday? Um, not selection Sunday, but the NCAA okay. tournament. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I, the NCAA tournament is my favorite sporting event. Mm. Um, grew up, you know, as a as a Jayhawk, grew mm-hmm. up March March Madness. March is just incredible. My birthday's mm-hmm. in this month. The tournament's going on. A lot of times when I was in grade school in the conference tournaments, uh, teachers would actually play the KU mm-hmm. game during class in the afternoon. And then and then one time I was in college and uh, had a, an exam during KU's first NCAA tournament game, and the professor put the game on the on the big screen. Because he knew that's all we cared about. <laughs> and so it was muted. And he just said, here, there you go. So you're not anxious about what's going on in the game. <laughs> if, if that doesn't tell you what Kansas like is like, if that doesn't yeah. tell you what Kansas is like, I don't know what it, what will. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, so as we're recording this, it's, it's before all the conference tournaments. Because I'll be, when you're listening to this, I'll be driving back from a mission trip in Mississippi. So uh, look Thank forward God to for telling y'all about that. But, you mm-hmm. know. The good old people down in Mississippi, you know, they are literally the salt of the earth. But They are. But, yeah. They are that, indeed. I didn't have a follow-up for that. I just... I <laughs> that's all right. But, yeah, Will, how, how are you feeling with, uh, I don't know, the Auburn Tigers? What, you know, what, what do they look like going well, into March? We've, we felt better, Aiden. We felt better, let me tell you what. And um, for those of you who know me, I really don't know diddly squat about college basketball. I, I think... I'm in the boat with a lot of Auburn fans with this. Like, we really didn't become relevant until Bruce Pearl got there. Uh, you know, I think it was my sophomore hey, year. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, old Chuck. He the was pretty face. good. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. We got a big statue of him. Um, <laughs> but uh, we 
weren't good, weren't relevant, really, in like my lifetime. I I, I think I'm probably gonna get corrected on this, but until Bruce Pearl came, and then my sophomore year, my sophomore year at Auburn, oh, crazy don't. year of sports, crazy year of sports. Uh-huh. We had a chance. We played in the SEC championship in football. Okay. We uh, we got creamed by Georgia, uh, but we don't talk about that. And then we went to the Final Four. Yep. And we won't talk about that result. Who, who, and then who, we went to beat? Omaha. We who, went to Omaha. You guys went to Omaha that year too? Yeah, all in one wow. year. Oh, and we beat... Who, who, who'd you beat in the NCAA tournament It was the Blue Blood Gauntlet. We beat UNC. Oh, no. We beat Kentucky. Uh-huh. I think Kentucky. We beat Duke. And we beat the Rock Chalk Jayhawks. Which you guys is pretty great. slaughtered the Jayhawks. Spanked them. Spanked got, them. I, I try not to remember that game. That was ugly. Yeah. But I, so anyway, I from my understanding, this is from like I follow Auburn basketball uh, on my ESPN app on my phone and watch a game when I can. Um, it seems to me, Aiden, that we started off the season really hot and we're looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of crumbled in the last month or so. And uh, are now we were once a lock in the tournament, and are now uh, as we record this on the bubble, looking in. Um, what's it? What's it like to be a bubble boy? I don't think I like that question. <laughs> you know, I've never. Had it's got to gotta deal with be that. okay. Okay, <laughs> Mister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your bowl game this year? Okay, hey, come it on. It was pretty fun, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So this is actually a good point. <laughs> I'm I'm deflecting that that rudeness. Um, <laughs> This was a good point. I've realized how ungrateful I am as an Auburn fan. Like, this is an off year for us now when we're on the bubble. Uh-huh. It used to be, like, if we made the tournament, that was the biggest deal. Like, when I would fill out my brackets growing up in, like, elementary school, and Auburn was an option, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, you know? Like, we were just never there. <laughs> That's incredible. And, but now it's like, oh, we're, oh, we're, like, you know, we're on the bubble. We're not even going to be, like, a top seed. What the heck is this about? Um. But they were saying it. Uh, this is going to date us a little bit. But I was watching the Auburn Alabama basketball game last night. Not going to talk about it. Um, but what, one of the things crazy. they were saying, yeah, no, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, one of the things they were saying was uh, how Alabama and Auburn, like most things, have really run the SEC in basketball mm. uh, the past few years. And I was like, yeah, that's actually right. It kind of stinks that like for for a hot second there, it was like, okay, Bama's got football. We're we're getting hot in basketball. And that is not the case this year, but that's okay. You know what? So, so how we're feeling, Aiden, as an Auburn Tiger right now? I'm grateful to be here. We're grateful hey. to be here. Gratitude. Hey. Woo! That's a Gratitude. good spot. That's a good spot to be in. That's that's how I felt on the on the football field this year with the Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, you know, something I've thought about is, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that it's changing. So, for those who don't know, Kay, you've made their f- first bowl game this year since 2009. Rock chalk, um, baby. Or 2008 or whatever. It's not really that, like, it makes that much of a difference. But yeah. uh, one year. So KU was kind of, it's kind of a perfect spot to be in terms of fan trash talk because in basketball, no one can say anything to you because it's kind mm-hmm. of like swing at the Kings, you best not miss. I mean, I got, a, I got <laughs> such a better resume than your school. And, and so, but, but in football, we were so bad that it's it's I can take the stance of are you really gonna make fun of my football team? That's like taking candy from a kindergartner. I mean, that, you, you're just a bad person. <laughs> so now we're not in that territory. I hopefully you know got to build on last year, but 
Um, no, I love, I love the NCAA tournament. I love everything about it. Uh, my experience is, is different than yours, Will. I've never seen KU be lower than a four seed. Uh, and they've, they've made every NCAA tournament in the last what, 35, 36 years, which That's is crazy. Insane. And we're, yeah. we're blessed. I mean, I'm spoiled, Ron. Uh, and, and it's, so, it's so cool to be, to, to have KU, to have KU basketball and have all the history with it. The inventor of the game was our first coach. Um, and, and a lot of programs lead back to Kansas, but before I bore you guys with my Kansas basketball history lesson, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll move it on to this year's team. So I feel nice. really, I feel really good about KU this year. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't, they had a rough stretch there in January, uh, but they're, they're looking as good as anybody. And, and, and I'm, I'm excited for them. I, you know, it, Bill Self, you know, he, he has a lot of great quotes. I watch every one of his press conferences because he's just gold, but he, he was asked that KU won the head Big coach 12. for KU. Right. Yeah, head coach for yeah, KU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he KU won the Big Twelve this year, it, it, and uh, you know, it's it's K, the Big Twelve is about as good as it's ever been. And KU was able to win it, and they asked so self about it, and self said, you know, all it does is it it shows that we had a good year, but now we got to make good, great, and great special. If that doesn't get you fired up, that I don't know, I got chills saying that. Say it one now. more time. Say it one more time. It, it, it all all it does is ensure that you've had a good year. Now we got to make good, great, and great special. And so, you know, what's special at Kansas right now? If we go out there and we win back-to-back national titles, it would, it would cap off the, two, the greatest two years of my sports fanhood life. Uh, and, and all of this while I'm living in Virginia. So that's a tough look. But <laughs> <laughs> the cross but, uh, is heavy, Lord. But I, I hope I'm taking years off purgatory, I'll be honest. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so, no, I love the tournament, you know, and it's, it's, it's like that, Will, where, where you mentioned when you're a kid, you see Auburn on the, you see Auburn on the, this, the line, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they, they've got, it doesn't matter how good a year they had, they've, they've got a chance to win the national title. Yeah. Yeah. It, like with, with the way March Madness works. Yeah. It's, like, it's come crazy. On, it, it all starts over. It's it's low key the bane of my existence, but I love it at the same time because if if they did it like if they crown a champion like they do in football, KU would have way more national titles than they do. But what what makes there's nothing like the NCAA tournament in sports. It, there's so many storylines. You're gonna you're gonna see guys come out of nowhere and hear about their lives and hear about how they got to where they're at. Everybody that's gotten to the tournament. Um, has had to have a good year to some extent, but every team, every little guy that's in the tournament has had to win their conference tournament to get there. And so there's, you've got half the field as a champion already. And mm-hmm. so it is just, it's remarkable. Um, I have a question for you, Aiden, really quick. Yeah, let me hear it. Uh, will Sister Jean be making an appearance this year? I don't know. I don't think Loyola's got a team, I'll be honest. I don't, they might, but Sister Jean's, <laughs> Sister Jean's she, She's there. alive, isn't she? She actually is. <laughs> Okay, good, good. So KU made the – when I was in college, KU made the Final Four that Loyola made, uh-huh. and I went to it. And so it's crazy. I was in the same building as Sister Jean. Wow. So if she ever gets canonized a saint, I was there. You were in the same room. <laughs> but, no, I, and that's the cool thing is Sister Jean's come out, come out of the woodwork. Yeah, yeah, you get those, those storylines, which are always great. It's There's just, always that one team that's like a college that you didn't know existed, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, who are they? And, but they're just getting hot. Well, but at, then, 
Uh, go ahead. Well, actually, Will, uh, when, we, when we were at training the last two summers, uh-huh. people are always shocked that I just know their school's mascot. And it's because <laughs> of the NCAA tournament. So, so, well, that's what I mean, right? It's like you see and hear of schools like where you've never heard of them before. Uh-huh. You know? Sorry, it, finish your thought. No, yeah. I mean, I, I was trying to think of one, a, a, a random school, but I couldn't get, get one off the top of my head. So kind of got the Balkans. Farther. Is it the ball? No, Billikens. St. Louis Billiken, University. St. Louis Billikens. Uh, uh-huh. And then you, you have... The heck uh, is a Billiken? <laughs> I think it's a... I don't know. <laughs> it's a made-up thing, I think. It is. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just special. Uh, and, and obviously... I don't know. It's, 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 it's so cool. It, and I think what's cool is, is it involves a lot of people. So you fill out brackets and whatnot. And mm-hmm. yeah, my little it, sister was texting me, shout out Mary Grant. Uh, it was, she was texting me the other day for help with her bracket. And I was like, I, I got nothing for it. I don't know. Already. I, was like, I honestly, I told her to pick KU. Hey, there you go. I appreciate it. Yeah, last year, on. last year I told some guys, I said, I, I looked at them. I said, you know what, boys, I, I don't pick Kansas every year, but I'm picking them this year. I looked at dead serious. I'm going to be honest with you, Will. The only time I've not picked KU to win it all was one time. So, <laughs> so technically, I don't pick Kansas every year. <laughs> but I realistically, I mean, you watch that team and they're so gritty. They and are. like they've got dogs. They got like it's not just Grady Dick. Like when he has an off uh-huh. night, somebody else steps up. And Jaylen do I know? Wilson. Yeah, thank you. I didn't know any other names DeJuan on the team. Harris, um, all these guys. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the boys. Um, they, but they mm-hmm. like they they carry the load together well. They're a fun team to watch. They yeah they they've got heart they've got the heart of a champion. Uh, they they never <laughs> that was beautiful. They never <laughs> you know they they never think that they're out of it. It's it's uh-huh. insane. Um, they're they're and that you can't coach that. You, it's just you maybe you can. I don't know. I don't really know how Bill. Self no, I think it. it's I think it's like intangibles. You know, it's yeah. it's that attitude thing that you can't really. Um, like I, KU could be the is, even in in more so the the Bama of college basketball, right? And you don't yeah, see many like yeah. you definitely don't see many gritty Bama teams, right? Mm. Or, or like you don't see many gritty New York Yankee teams, right? It's uh-huh. kind of like they they're the they're the Galactic Empire, they're the bad boys, they're the bad guys. Uh, well, no, they're not the bad boys. Detroit Pistons. You know, mm-hmm. not having that, they have that gritty mentality, and I think it's cool to see this Kansas team that has that kind of grit and has that like, all right, we're gonna scrap and fight and get everything we can to do to put a put a win up. Yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna make you beat us. Yeah, which yeah. which is so you know, and that's and that's the thing too is it's it's it kind of hearts on last week. You play your own game, mm-hmm. and, and and you know each team the, something special about the NCAA tournament, and this kind of segues us into the call sheet. Is mm-hmm. is it's about you know I think I think the talent disparity disparity is not as great in college basketball I think because there's times I've watched KU football and then turned on in in SEC game and thought this is a com- I, I went from watching high school football to college football mm-hmm. basketball there's probably some of that there if your team's really bad but but. A lot of these teams, I mean, you a 16 seeds beat a one seed before. 15 seeds every year will beat a two seed, or not every year, but they're all these mm-hmm. big upsets. So when you're filling out your bracket, uh, pick some upsets, but don't go too heavy on the upsets. Then you then mm-hmm. you get in trouble. But mm-hmm. uh, but the, but what what is it? You know, you, if on paper on paper uh, a team like Kentucky, 
a team like Kansas in in, in, a, in a given year, Kentucky last year. I was about to say uh, not Kentucky they, this year. Yeah, they, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and, and to my delight, <laughs> and and so they on paper they should win. They got the better athletes. You can see it. The first couple of rounds of the NCAA tournament, a, a big school. Those guys look better. They, they've got more lean. They're leaner bodies. They're 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 bigger guys. They're more athletic. They've got more skill. But how do these teams lose? And a lot of it has to do with in college basketball, especially in the NCAA tournament. The team that plays that plays free is the team that wins. The team that plays tight, and usually the tight team is the team that's supposed to win. Mm-hmm. And so that's how you get these upsets, with especially with the three point shot. Um, and so this kind of all harkens. I've got a if. If you talk to me, it's kind of my my mantra. Um, so, so many of you probably heard this before, but it's, I've got a phrase called "Don't play tight, let it fly," and it all stems from the Kansas Jayhawks in the national championship last year. They're down, I, I believe they were down 15 at halftime, and and they go and it played terrible, and, and it, it just looked off. They were tight. I mean, they literally they were literally tight, and mm-hmm. they go into the end into the into the locker room. And Coach Self looks at him and he says, would you rather be down 15 at half or would you rather be down, I think, I don't know, the, the team that won that title in 2008 with KU was down, I think, eight or nine with three minutes left or something like that. He said, would mm-hmm. you rather be them or, 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 or us right now? And the guy said, we'd rather be down 15 at half. That was the biggest deficit. No one had ever come back from that deficit. In the, in, and so they come out and they, and they just play free. And, and you could tell immediately. The first three minutes of the second half, I thought they were going to – I literally thought they were going to win, which I know is easy to say now. But, but they <laughs> come back and win, and they complete the largest comeback in NCAA championship, tournament championship history. And in that game just kind of encapsulates – if you're playing basketball at the University of Kansas, why, why would you be scared of that moment? That's, that's why you came to play there. You know, they've got a phrase around there where they say, we don't, we don't rebuild, we reload. And then there's another phrase that it's no pressure, no diamonds. And, and these guys come to play on a Monday night in April. And so here they are playing on that Monday night, and they come out tight. They're in their own head. They, they, and, it's just, it's, and then they, they come out in the second half, and they believe in themselves. And they let, they let it fly. And that doesn't mean that they just became reckless. It means mm-hmm. that they played their game. They, came, mm-hmm. they trusted their abilities. They trusted their teammates. They fought. They, they were gritty. Um, and and they, they ultimately complete the comeback, win the title. The rest is history. And so kind of where this came about was uh, I was talking to my spiritual director about it. He's a big Jayhawk. His name's Father Mitchell. And, 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 and Shout out Father we, Mitchell. The, my, my, when I was meeting with him literally right after the game, we spent 40 minutes talking about <laughs> <laughs> about the game and then, praise God he was able to relate it to me within a, in a spiritual sense but um yeah it, it it yeah maybe talk about that that relating to a spiritual sense how and bring it home a little bit how Absolutely. what was he saying of of like how it affected your your prayer life your spiritual life how does it apply to uh to us today in our in our faith uh well in in my life um I come across, I think, a lot of times as a very confident individual, uh, but I'm like I said in the first episode, and I might have mentioned it in the last one. I, I live rent free in my head. I'm so I, I'm 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 only confident when I'm really living in in my identity as a son of God, and when I'm out of it, I'm different. I, I get scared, and so 
as a missionary, being becoming a missionary is such a it was such a drastic change for me. Uh, actually, living life as a missionary to a college campus, and there was so many times that I'd compare myself to my old missionary at KU, or I'd compare myself to other missionaries I knew, and I just would think I'm just not cut out for this. I don't, the, the, you know, I'm I'm just not this guy. And but the reality is, is God called me to be be a missionary, and so if He called me to be a missionary, He's given me talents to be an effective missionary, and which which is true. He's given me a lot of great talents in in a relational, social, uh, being able to kind of just in in the missionary life, being able to 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 live a faithful life as a Catholic and be bold about it and be relatable, and praise God for it. But so often I just I, I just didn't lean into that. But then mm-hmm. when I but but then when I'd let it fly, it'd be it take it'd be kind of risky. I'd feel kind of. I'd be nervous. I'd be out of my comfort zone, but I'd be so much more effective and I'd be so much more in, I'd be so much more, uh, fun to be around. I'd be so Mm -hmm. much more, uh, at peace. I I wouldn't be, I wasn't playing scared to lose. I was playing to win the game and and, yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what's kind of coming up for me while you're saying that is I think of like playing it tight might mean like oh one overthinking your own prayer life your own spiritual life so like sitting down and being like okay i'm going to go pray now it has to look perfect mm-hmm. uh when when in reality like a lot of times you just need to go there and start talking to god and he'll do the rest right or in that uh what i think about too is like entrusting the holy spirit right whether that be like for us like a conversation with a student on campus or um uh in I don't know, like almost, almost coming from a, like, I think of playing tight as a, as almost like playing scared, like you said, and and the letting it fly is taking courage in God to take over. Right. And, and understanding that it's not up to you. And when you can live from that place, a lot of good things can happen. Right. And and you're kind of, you're, you're out of your head, you're out of yourself and you're letting it fly by trusting in God. Right. And by, uh, giving, giving whatever it is over to him, whether that be your prayer life, whether that be leading a Bible study, sharing, uh, your faith with your friends. Um, like there's no, there's no perfect way to evangelize. There's no perfect way to pray. Um, well, there's probably like some saint who said a perfect way to pray. So anyway, (laughs) but you get it like at the end of the day, you just got to let it fly. You just got to let it ride. Right. Yeah. You got to let it fly and you have to, I think, I think so often, um, you know, letting it fly also, it doesn't mean, I don't, it's easy to also think of it as, oh, God's just going to take control over everything mm-hmm. and I don't have to try. But if you look at it, if you look at Kansas in the national championship, they had to go out and, and play. They had to win the mm-hmm. game. Uh, but, but God, you know, they had the talent to do it. They had, the, they had done it all year. They, they were a really refined team. And so they were able to go out and do it. It kind of harkens back to the first week we we touched a little bit about uh, the Michael Jordan a thousand shot thing, mm-hmm. where where you know they were letting it fly. You will you're uncomfortable, but you but you trust in the graces that God's given you. But you also uh, have you can you're able to trust in God because you've been able to trust in God over the little things over the over the course of time. Yeah, and and you're still showing up and cooperating with God, right? It's it's not a let it fly doesn't mean like oh God will take care of this. It means no, I still got to show up. I've still got to 
do what I know I need to be doing and then trust God. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't That's play good. tight. Let it fly. Don't play I, it's, tight. It, let it it's, fly, it's, baby. I just love it because it just is such a good reminder. I literally pray that as a prayer every day. And it's, I have to remind myself that throughout the day all the time because it's so easy to, you know what? Honestly, life is so much better when we just realize how insecure literally every single person around us is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah. It makes everything a little goofier, a little uh-huh. less serious and a little more, uh, I don't know. You're able to, you're able to just like when, when you, I, I get what you mean. Like when you can get to a point where you feel like you can just be authentically yourself. And what I, again, I don't mean like, uh, find your truth, kind of be authentically yourself, but rather recognizing your own insecurities and uh, that other people have insecurities too. I don't know. You can just, you can let your hair down a little bit, you know, oh, yeah. you can let it fly. And, and, you know, something will we 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 experienced with as missionaries but i think we've experienced it as students mm-hmm. is and i think people can just realize it pretty easily it's not that hard to figure out if someone's not being genuine mm-hmm. and so whether and so it actually is a lot more effective to just connect with people when we when we are living authentically ourselves and kind of a kind of approach life, you, you know. I I I didn't realize this line would actually uh, garner as much attention as I felt like it did. But in our first episode, I said you got to live life dumb. I had <laughs> I had several people text me about it, and uh, but I, it's so I just love it because it's we take ourselves so seriously. Mm-hmm. And if if the Jayhawks took themselves, if they if they they took themselves way too seriously at the beginning of that game. Mm-hmm. And then, and then once they, you know, we're able to, it's a storybook ending. Uh, yeah. But I just, yeah, we just got to live life dumb, you know, just got to be a little dumber, get out of our own way more. <laughs> yeah. Get out of our own way. Amen. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. Good stuff. I know this was a this was a great this was a great talk. I knew we'd be talking about this at some point in the episode. I'm glad or in the podcast. I'm glad we got here now. People it's are good. probably surprised. That, actually, no people probably if if someone heard that I was trying to do a podcast, I'm curious how many episodes they figured it'd take for me to mention this. Well, they'd probably think it was titled "Don't Play Tight, Let It Fly." You know, I did try to make that the title at one point. Yeah, yeah, I vetoed it. Um, <laughs> All right, but it's well, a good thing. Yeah. Well, well, thanks for, thanks for joining us this week, everybody. Um, if you enjoyed Kenny, this, hit the music. If you, if you enjoyed this, be a friend, tell a friend, you know, mm-hmm. share it to somebody else that you think would find this helpful. You know, we're just trying to be a couple of two relatable dumb Catholics out here making the gospel a little bit, uh, more digestible, I guess. I don't, I don't even know. I don't Amen. know if that's the right way to make put it go it, down but. smoother. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, hope you guys all get to filling out those brackets. Uh, we'll be rock shocking it up. Hopefully, six wins to a national title. I I'm hoping that Auburn and Kansas can see each other in the tournament. That would be fun. Is that possible? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, it could. It is okay. Cool. It's more likely because KU because Auburn's be, been sliding. Oh, well, because KU be a one seed probably, and Auburn yeah. will be a seed that's lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that as an I don't mean that as yeah. an insult. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's hey. likely that we won't be a one seed. Thank you, Aiden. 
I'm I'm rooting for the Tigers. <laughs> That's the only type of Tiger I'll root for, man. Hey, there we go. All right. Have a great rest All of your day. All right, everybody. everybody. Thanks for coming. Have a great week. <laughs> Rock Chalk. Wardam. Thank you.